wow, it's time to be alive. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you say to yourself every morning? (laughs) Yep. In the mirror, I look at myself deep in the eyes and I say, wow, time to be alive. (laughs) Time to be alive. Uh... Yeah, like what a time to be alive would be like an uplifting sentence, but you take away those first two words and it's a little, little grim. It really does change okay. the meaning just a, just a smidge. Just two words can change everything. Speaking of changing everything, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you heard the news today. Oh no, what? Uh, so Yahoo <gasps> Answers is, yes. is shutting down. Yes. And that... Normally might not worry me because I don't really peruse it so much, but I know some podcasts rely on that service, and it got me to thinking, what would happen to us if misconnections don't, like, shut down? Don't even fucking say I, that. <laughs> I I don't want to say it, but I think like you know it's like never saying the word earthquake, right? We just got to have a plan in place. Uh, okay, the plan know. is in place. Um, is. I find Craig and I throttle him for letting it shut down. <laughs> like, how could you let this happen? His, his name isn't even really Craig. I'm pretty sure we, we figured that out. out. But, um, but yeah, yeah, I did hear that as well. Like, RIP to some real classic hits on uh, Yahoo Answers. Um, so many. As we discussed last week, I'm a real fan of Internet Esoterra, and boy, Yahoo Answers was a real beautiful sort of font of that. So... RIP to it. The good news is, is that it will be archived. Um, yeah. So, so they're just shutting down the the part where you can like um, add new answers and new questions. But it will it will still exist um, as a as a shell of its former self. Which is good to hear. I feel like it needs to be uploaded to like the Smithsonian or something. Like I don't know. <laughs> this is <laughs> one day. There's gonna be. Some sort of internet museum, and I just, it needs to be a part of it. I think, I think really what it should be is we should, that's what we should put on the, the satellites that we send in deep space and hope that aliens pick them up. Like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> like Craigslist, I'm gonna, I'm gonna opt for Craigslist here because it's my baby, but I Absolutely. feel like Craigslist is kind of the best, um, is gonna be the best uh, indicator of that for like what humanity is at its highs and lows. Like we're not hiding anything from the aliens. They're not getting a bunk deal. Like they're going to know exactly what they're getting into. You know, now that you say that if you, when Craigslist, especially misconnections does seem to have that kind of uh, possible like historical relevance. You know, it's a great footprint. Uh, it would capture a lot of the essence of humanity, but it's a lot to go through. Maybe it'd be nice. If a couple of podcasters really kind of synthesized it into a couple <laughs> 80 thousand or so episodes of a podcast, mm-hmm. uh, really cherry picking the best ones so that they don't have to sift through, you know, the ads, the spam, all the gunk, and they just get really the essence of it. You know, maybe. Yeah. The sex requests and the. <laughs> yeah. 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 I agree. I, I think that if you're trying to convince nasa to sponsor our podcast i agree a hundred percent nasa we're ready nasa we're ready we're ready for the mission i think this podcast needs to go into space and but so be it if we need to take our take it there ourselves (laughs) we'll learn i won't i won't go into space 
I'll say that's what? a. I would never. I, you know this about me. I feel like we've what? talked about this. Given the chance, I would absolutely not go into space. Space, no. <laughs> space terrifies me. I would never. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I cannot make my okay. position clear on this matter. I would never go into space. But do you not think that space travel is maybe the future? A um, no? I don't. I don't think so. You don't think we'll get there? Uh, I, I, I mean, I don't think at a point where it will become relevant to us, like you and I. Um, not the us of humanity, but the no. us of you and I. Um, right. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I just am kind of like, where would we go? Um, number one. <laughs> hmm. um, Fair point. Yeah, I think that a lot of like... I didn't think about that. It's <laughs> Like, I, I, I think that it's like a big question of like, or, like, it's, like, it becomes into the ethics of, like, okay, so we, like, use up this planet and then move on to the next one? Like, is that the plan? Or, like... We're just a virus on... A plague on the galaxy. Just yeah. destroying planets one at a time. Yeah. Because we were, like, we were, like, born to live on this planet. So we would... Like, I don't think that humans are the virus or whatever on this planet. But I think that we would be if we went to another planet. And obviously, there's, like, 40 people in the world that are... There's, like, an actual list of, like, 40 people who are <laughs> contributing the most to um, climate change. And, you know, if something bad were to happen to them, I would be sad about it. But No. Um, if something bad were to happen to them. Uh, be a real shame. Sounds like it'd make a great podcast episode. Uh, just saying. Um, just saying. But, yeah, I, I just, I think that, I, but, you know, we're getting to the ethics of it, but... To be frank, the reason I wouldn't do it is because fuck space. I'm terrified of space. I would not want any part of that. Did Okay, that's fair. Did something make you scared of space? <laughs> I, or is this just your own rat rational rationale? My own rat brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's my rat brain that says no. It's the ratitude. Okay. <laughs> it's the ratitude under my hair pulling, under my hat pulling my hair that says no. Um, the ratitude corpus. Oh, yes. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, okay. We we will probably not be going to space ourselves anytime soon. Uh, but you know, if if that's the only way to get our podcast, I'll make the journey alone or with my new co-host. Don't say it. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I could never. Yeah. She wouldn't do it anyway. Uh, hey, you know what I did today? I got a uh, I got my first dose of the vax. <gasps> Somebody got poked. Somebody got poked. I got stuck and poked real good. And then they gave me a vaccine shot. (laughs) You (laughs) fucked the vaccines. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you figure like, just just something comes over you. You're like, I'm going to be okay. I got a shot. I'm immortal. Let's fuck. I mean, that's basically, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a train of thought. Uh, but no, it didn't do that. But I did get the, the dose of the Pfizer, and my arm hurts a little. But other than that, I'm good. Just dose number one. Good. Well, congratulations. Um, not to brag. I did beat you by a week. Um, to brag. Yeah. I beat you by a week. Well, um, so suck it big time. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure the way that works is it, it just means you're going to... You're going to die one week before me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The mind control, once Bill Gl- Gates flips on the switch, the mind control will take me over a week sooner than it takes you over. I'll have a week to prepare. Yeah. 
Um, that's great. Yeah. That's great, though. I do. I do feel like I'm hearing of more and more people in my social circle and in my community getting it. So it does, you know, does feel like the uh, the vaccines are happening, and I'm feeling a little less terrified of going outside. Um, but as we know, as all science loving people know, they're talking now about mutations of the virus. They're talking about mm-hmm. how we might have to get multiple boosters. Um, it might be all of the, you know, the tennis shot where you have to get it every couple years. Um, yep, yep. So, yeah, very aware that it's not over, but also, yeah, like allowing us to be, allowing ourselves to be a little excited and joyful about. Yeah, I, it's weird. Like, I don't feel like changed personally, but I do remember not knowing when there was going to be a vaccine. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, this is a plus. This is, this is definitely a step uh, ahead of that one. And obviously... It's still going to be a thing we're going to deal with, and I don't know. Who knows? We can't really foresee what that change is going to, how long that's going to last. But we've dealt with things of this nature before, I suppose. So if it just gets added onto the list of shots, great. Sign me up. Just stick it in me, and uh-huh. then you can give me a vaccine shot. <laughs> hate it. We should make that's like a great uh, bumper sticker. We should. We should contract with the <laughs> CDC. If we're going with government agencies, NASA, we should also partner with the to, CDC yeah. to get uh, jab it in me and then give you the vaccine shot. Um, Honestly, the CDC should be reaching out to more podcasts because through podcasts, I have successfully been told to buy me undies, to <laughs> use certain toothbrushes, to want a certain type of mattress or socks. Like, mm. podcast ads work. I think that's exactly what the CDC should be doing. I think, I mean, I think what you're just talking about is advertising and marketing works too well. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think the CDC also should be like, you know how, do you remember the Thursday night comedy lineup every every green Earth Day? You know, they would do a green week. They do an Earth Day special of TV where... The Office and 30 Rock and Park, they all had like Earth Day themed episodes. I feel like it should be that for podcasts, but it's the CDC. And it's about trying to tell people to get the vaccine. vaccine. So it's completely different, but like this. It's completely like <laughs> Do- Dr. Anthony Fauci as a guest on Craig's Essential Crisis, who will riff on misconnections with us while also making, you know, stick it in me, but also give them the vaccine <laughs> jokes, you know? Yeah. I think that's a great bumper sticker. You should uh, trademark that. Um, patent it, much like, much like uh, vaccine-making companies patent a vaccine and then restrict its use in other countries. Let's start the show. Podcast for listener, dance on my dick, Lil Nas. This is a Lil Nas X reference. We can. I'm sorry, we couldn't do it. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. It's time for another Craigslist of the Crisis, the show where we take the misconnection section in the new directions. I'm Talon Bigelow. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> I'm, That's fair. I'm I let us all down. I'm Sarah Thompson. Um, and Talon, every <laughs> week, every week we have this intro. Talon wrote this beautiful intro where we can like swap in topical jokes. I don't know if you've noticed, but you should. We put a lot of work into them, obviously. Um, and this week, Talon just... They're like our couch guests. <laughs> Talon just could not think of a joke to put in there. And he said, no, 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 I'll just do it live. And what he came up with was ride my dick, little Nas X. <laughs> um, vastly cleverer than anything else we could have come up with. So just know that that was definitely the best option. <laughs> it was definitely the best option. I feel like I'm going to blame my lethargy on this vaccine. But you be the judge, America. <laughs> Um, wow, I love that so much. Thank you for that <laughs> gift. Um, so you're welcome. <laughs> this is um, this is a show where we dive into the misconnection section. If you're wondering what that is, it's this wonderful part of the internet on Craigslist uh, that people basically use as a message board to write their um, to write people that they might have seen on the street and didn't have a chance to like have a moment with. And could be the love of their lives. So they go onto the internet, they post a little message saying, here's where you were, here's what you looked like, let me know if you want to ever want to hook up. Um, and they just, they scream it into the void and hope that the void screams back. And sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. Or sometimes we just stick our hands right into that void <laughs> and cherry pick the very best of these and read them for you. We also like to provide them to each other, so the other has to read them cold. That's right. I have not seen Sarah's selections she has not seen mine. Yeah. And I'm going to start with one of hers. If I do, please. If I, if I, if I do, please. <laughs> do, please. Okay. <laughs> Clinton Street Pub. I have ranch. God, I'm so sorry. I left you to pick up napkins that flew around, and all I could say was, sorry, I have ranch, instead of helping go to pick them up. I was quite tipsy and wanted to get the fried pickles to my friend. I'm very drunk. But I wanted you to know how you could contact me and I could say more than I have ranch. I'm so sorry you have to pick up after me. I appreciate you. I'm the one with the yellow jacket and the forehead piercing. I promise. <laughs> I'll make you pick up after me again. Even if I have ranch. <laughs> LOL. Wow, did that one just tickle you? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> It's going to sound like there's I'm drunk, but I'm reading it as written, uh, and it's very well written. And, like, <laughs> they, they're not, like, someone who was drunk and sobered up to write this. They are currently still drunk. <laughs> I do love any misconnection that starts out with, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> God, I'm so sorry. Uh, this one is so good. <laughs> it's just, it, it, <laughs> I've been there. We've been there. It's, uh, <laughs> Yeah. You know, we, I, I feel like I've definitely had these dumb moments where I just, I just don't know how to interact properly with a person. It just, I'm so ranch. focused on one thing. I have ranch. And <laughs> yeah, no, I've definitely, <laughs> I don't have to be drunk for that to be the case. Like that's just, that's a sober me thing. I just, yeah, I just love the idea. <laughs> I just love the idea that this person slammed it like imagine you're the, the guy on the other side so he just like slammed into you and made you drop all your napkins and instead of helping <laughs> you they just billy eichner style screamed at you i have ranch and then walked away <laughs> yeah it's uh i mean i probably wouldn't even be that mad if it happened to me <laughs> i think 
I think it was pretty funny. Uh, yeah. It's very good. Good work. Good find. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I, th- I feel like we've all had those moments. Um, and I, I definitely get the, uh, as you said, this person hasn't quite sobered up yet, probably, but I definitely, I feel like the reason I really stopped drinking as much, uh, is because I just feel like the next morning I wake up and I'm just like, why did I say anything? Why did I even mm. exist? <laughs> um, so I love that this person kind of took that feeling of guilt and uh, put it directly onto Craigslist because uh, big mood. Feel that. Feel that hard. I feel like I have not. I'm not a very active drunk, so I feel like I avoid a lot of, a lot of situations <laughs> like uh, and I, I really uh, don't really drink too much but it's been a while anyway but you know if i ever was drunk i I just i was more of a sleepy drunk or more of a just stay in the booth kind of drunk uh i feel like you know there weren't too many situations where i was just actively running around making mistakes i really (laughs) or buying things i've never made a drunken purchase or even a a high purchase in in my life like what how do people do it i've never done it i've never done it I love a high purchase. I love getting real <laughs> high and looking at the internet and saying, what dumbass thing have I always really wanted but have not had enough chutzpah to buy until this <laughs> fucking moment? It's usually clothing, but, <laughs> you know, yeah. it feels it feels right. It feels good. And I, I do like the, the dichotomy of you're either a I have ranch drunk or you're a stay in the booth drunk. <laughs> yeah, those are your options. Uh, yeah. Well, now I'm just thinking I'd really, I'd love to know what I would buy myself, but. Uh, <laughs> There's one way to find out, Tallinn. <laughs> There's one way to find out, and that might be coming up. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, it is almost 420. We do an annual 420 episode, and uh, yeah, we're in the works. We're talking about it already. So know that whatever we do, we're, it's we're extremely well thought out. <laughs> well, I mean, you joke, but I'm, I'm thinking of things. <laughs> Making plans for the versions of us who might hate the current version of me. Uh, that was very ominous. Um, Ooh. Yeah. I, anyway. This one kind of speaks for itself, honestly. Um, yeah. It's just, it's gold. <laughs> uh, I can go well ahead done. and read one of yours. Uh, also it. cold read. <clears throat> Smoked my pipe among the branches, penning ditties. <laughs> when I, <laughs> excuse me. When I have retrieved a bit more of my missing life, I promise I will just knock on your door and ask you out. I just haven't rebuilt enough self-trust after my decade battling the regime. I will. And I'll act the fool for your attention. I promise. I have placed a lot of faith in life on the quiet moments I've spent hoping to amuse you. At times, it's been the only breath in my body. Um, wow. (laughs) (laughs) I... Uh... (laughs) I will say I also found this one. I don't know if I sent it to you. There were, <laughs> there were a lot uh, today that I picked out. So I don't know if I sent this one to you, but I did pick this out. It got at least past my first round of culling. Um, right. But what I didn't notice when I first picked it is like the real difference between this uh, this title that I thought was going to be a euphemism for sucking dick in bushes. Yeah. <laughs> which is smoked my pipe among the branches penning ditties. I um, mean... <laughs> How else could you take it? Um, right. So there's that that title, which you then think is going to read into a lead into a really lewd misconnection, and yet the misconnection itself is, is quite well, like 
not to say that you know it, 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 sucking a dick in a bush can't be uh, eloquently written about but then it, it turns into this very like I don't know this very kind of like aspirational uh, eloquent little uh, piece of prose yeah it's uh, definitely it throws it for a loop it, it, it sets you up and but you're not disappointed either it's like <laughs> <laughs> it just has something else in store for you that is just more more than you could have imagined. Uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think the regime that they're battling is? They say I I just haven't rebuilt enough self trust after my decade battling the regime, and the regime regime is capitalized. Um, what what do right. you think that refers to? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it, if it's self trust, I feel like it's something personal, you know. So I'm trying to think. It's an internal it an regime. <laughs> it's an internal regime. It's a, uh, unless it's a name, Re- regime, regime. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't think so. No. Well, okay. I mean, I feel like that happens a lot in like uh, mystery books. If it's a capital word, that shouldn't be capitalized it's usually a name but okay you mean that's fair well that is i mean that is how proper nouns work i'll give that to you they do cap you do capitalize the first letter in proper nouns yeah yeah i noticed this thing that in books sometimes (laughs) (laughs) there's this crazy thing that happens they'll capitalize the first letter of this word that sounds really weird turns out to be Mm. a name yeah Um, yeah yeah they do that a lot (laughs) they do that a lot just a pattern i noticed i mean everywhere if we're really getting into the minutiae of it. The yeah. every letter of the the title is also capitalized. Every word of the title is also yeah. capitalized. S M P A T B P D doesn't spell and anything. And it's not even it's not even Diddy's plural. It's Diddy apostrophe. Yes, it's like it belongs to Puff to, Daddy. To Diddy, yeah. To Diddy himself. Why is Diddy implicated in this? Why this is, goes all the way to the top. Why is Diddy's being penned? Why is it being penned? I don't know. By branches. I don't know. There's a lot of who's, mystery here. <laughs> who's petting Diddy and petting Diddy's what? <laughs> who's on who's on first? Petting Diddy. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. I think that the regime is <laughs> Yeah. I think what the regime think is? is the is the the industry that makes you hate yourself like dove. Ooh. I think the regime is dove soaps. Do you yeah. want to hear my yeah. <laughs> my statement about Dove soaps? I got a clean soapbox for you right here. Yeah, oh, wait. You. Oh, shit. It's a Dove soapbox. No! I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just, they, they crack me up. Dove does crack me up because they, like, have all these campaigns where they're like, you, woman, mm. beautiful, mm-hmm. unchanged, and they'll, like, show a stretch mark or something, and everyone, like, creams their pants. And then, but then they're, like, constantly inventing new things to hate about yourself like they'll like release Ooh, yeah. like uh i don't know like underarm softening cream your underarms are too rough no man's ever gonna want to touch those scaly underarms yeah alligator pit get <laughs> get rid of cheek fingers today <laughs> exactly i don't know what cheek fingers are but i sure as hell don't want them <laughs> exactly so that's what i yeah. think the regime is i think the regime because they're trying to rebuild their self-trust after years of messaging. Am I projecting? Who knows? No. It's about to be hot girl summer. I'm trying to put on my hot girl <laughs> summer hat. 
I think you're right. I think you nailed it. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. I love it. So we cracked this code. I still don't know why Diddy's implicated, but we'll have to save that one for our spinoff podcast that is only about this specific misconnection. It's called Seeking Sean. Seeking Sean. <laughs> Subtitle. Smoked my pipe among the branches, panning ditties. Hey, you have another one for me. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I was just waiting for like a reaction. But yeah. <laughs> you were waiting for a reaction. Oh, sorry, let me clap. Ooh, oh, no. Clever boy. Clever I mean, boy. <laughs> peek behind the curtain. I can't even see your face. So I'm just I know, kidding. I know, I know. You think I might be frozen. I'm Radio not. I'm just I, silent. I, I, I just had no feedback. I'm sorry. Great. Here we go. Catbush. Oh, Catbush. How I long to see you again. I subconsciously would see you out of the corner of my eye on a street I can't seem to find now that you're consciously on my mind. How I long for some clarity to know that you are real. Does anyone know where my dear Catbush resides? Now, I'm starting to feel like Catbush is like a name. But and I've read it wrong. But but okay, tell you wouldn't again. know that not first read. Again, here's the, here's the pattern. Tell I'm seeing the C and uh-huh. cat and the B and bush are both capitalized. Here's a crazy well, theory. They might be names. It might be names, but <laughs> it's also there. The two words are also things. So. How am I to know? I feel like, also, here's another thing, honestly, because yes. people don't tend to address people by name directly in misconnection. That defeats yeah. the purpose. You're not really looking for someone you know by name. Yeah. So I don't, I never assume a name, <laughs> unless it's clearly a name. I would say, I would argue that Cat Bush is not clearly a name. I would agree with you. I think that also, like, if your name's Cat Bush, you've had a really rough life because it does sound... Um, it sounds like they're talking about a hairy vulva. (laughs) (laughs) What was that sound? That sound was as though you were being drowned in cottage cheese. What was that? (laughs) I just had the, I just swallowed a laugh. It's good. Um, I mean, I'm not, and I don't, I feel like I didn't think that when I first found this, but then when you were reading it, I was like, oh wait, Catbush. Catbush. Like, oh, maybe. Because you got to be real. Again, we're going to say it. We said it once. We said it a hundred times. You got to be real mm-hmm. subtle on Portland misconnections because if they see anything that looks like soliciting sex stuff, you're out. Yeah. Yeah. You're definitely. So, how does Catbush get through the sensor? <laughs> it looks like an. I mean, all the sensors have the same questions we do. It looks like. <laughs> it looks like a name. <laughs> uh,. If, even if it is a name, you don't normally refer to someone by their first and last name, let alone three times in a in a message. If I wrote to you, if I wrote you an email with the subject line Sarah Thompson, and then proceeded to write Oh Sarah Thompson, and then added your name again <laughs> later for good measure, like it would be weird. I suppose, I suppose, but I also I wouldn't. I, I don't know. I would say I've seen it all in the misconnections. I can't discount mm. any one theory about this. Um, this could also mm. be legitimately a cat that lives in a bush. Like, because because of the way it's... I feel like 
I would subconsciously see you out of the corner of my eye on a street I can't seem to find. Like that, that sounds like a cat. (laughs) I mean, I would argue if it was a cat that lived in the bush, you'd call it bush cat and not cat bush. But could it be a bush maybe shaped like a cat or a bush that is just infiltrated with cats, myriad cats? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Now we're getting some hot takes. Steaming hot takes. <laughs> we're, we're getting there. Every misconnection has a whole deep, deep conspiracy weaved into it. And you just got to know how to read them. It's very true. Um, it's, yeah, if anyone knows where the catbush resides, it looks like it's somewhere off of Foster in southeast Portland. So. <laughs> Please send us any info you may have regarding catbush. Yeah, we're looking. Seeking catbush is our other. See, seeking Sean is one of our podcast now we also have seeking catbush is the second season seeking catbush um and we are also offering a reward for the capture of catbush Cat Bush. dead or alive person bush we don't care unless it's a <laughs> i guess dead <laughs> if it's a bush alive if it's a person would be preferred yes um yeah okay well i've got another one for you if that feels good yeah <laughs> yeah uh it does feel good okay, okay. yeah good good, good 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 let me do it wilsonville target Hottie, who had the same problem I had buying floof floof stuff for our daughters. Blue, lol. Anyways, I want to laugh with you again. And then naturally we can make out and stuff. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Yeah. What do you think uh, floof floof stuff is? (laughs) I mean, I feel like I... The impression I get is like... I don't know, like uh, girly stuff, like uh, dolls and and dresses. uh, Like, Mm -mm. I'm not saying I agree with that treatment of it, but that's the impression I get. (laughs) I don't know what else. I'm a feminist. I would never. Listen, I'm not saying saying that's how I feel. I'm saying that's how they feel, and I'm (laughs) making that distinction. The views represented in this misconnection do not represent Tom and Bigelow. No, 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 no. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you have different thoughts about it? No, I think, I think that's pretty valid. I then do have, I then do have questions. Well, I guess this is just my own idea of gender roles coming into play, you know. Sure, And I sure, shouldn't, sure. you know, let society de- 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 determine that, dictate that. But like, sure. how do you have the same problem I had buying floof floof stuff? So I imagine somebody calling floof floof stuff, you know. That would be some yeah. sort of masculine, um, quote unquote, no homo kind of kind of gentleman, you know, that vein sure, of person, sure. gentleman. Um, yes, which that then vein of gentleman, which then the, the no homo kind of leads me to okay, well, then I guess he's not writing to this to a man, You're, but then but why would, why the, would other the other person? person be having the same problem? But here we go, saying. here we go, you know, right. gender. <laughs> Gender doesn't exist. So gender gender is a construct. But yes, I, I do see what you're saying. And typically, if we're just going by the numbers, yeah. I feel like the situation you're describing, I, I can see it being uh more the case than not. Yeah. If we're just by the numbers. By the numbers. By the so, numbers. Socialized. We've been socialized. By the numbers. I'm not, I'm not trying to say nope. I'm trying to say that's like a preference of mine. No. Nope. That's not what I'm no, trying no, no. to say. I wouldn't nope. I'm be I'd be open to the, the, the numbers proving me wrong. I would. 
This one really has us tiptoeing. I don't know why, one, but this we one. Don't really don't want to piss off, I guess, Target Twitter. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Target Twitter is definitely a thing, though. Uh, <laughs> I also like that um, blue is an inside joke. Blue? <laughs> Just the color. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, I guess we had to be there, but what? It's a double, Why? It's a double entendre. What could that conversation have been? Uh, so, and then naturally, I do appreciate just straight, you know, this is that's probably how I would sign off on Misconnection if I were writing one. Yeah. <laughs> just like, ah, it's like, ah, tongue in cheek, right? Like, ah, you know, this is silly, but, you know, of course we can. You can make out and stuff. That's what you want to do. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I'm not saying it's the right way to do it. It's just the way I find We're not saying. We're not saying there's a right way to do it. We're not saying. We're not. We're not saying it's really right tiptoeing around this one. Really? Don't want to offend anyone. We don't want to piss anyone off. Also, I'm just oh. going to say, this is completely irrelevant, but uh, yeah. this misconnection is tagged next to a creek called Coffee Lake Creek, uh, which makes you think mm-hmm. the water is very brown. That's all. Yeah, why would you name it that? Why would you name it's it that? It's not appealing. Um, good luck finding your your person. Target also gets me hot and bothered, though, so who am I to judge? Oh, uh, no, what's wrong with Target? No, hot and bothered is a sexy thing. <laughs> have you been... <laughs> have you... No, I... <laughs> have you just been misreading that? People have been saying to you, wow, Talon, you get me really hot and bothered, and you're like, oh, shit, what did I do to piss them off? And they're trying to come <laughs> on to you? This has been my problem my whole life. Uh, no, that's uh, I absolutely know that that is what that means. I just forgot momentarily. You just chose ignorance. Um, I just you woke up and chose violence. Flipped. Um, yeah. Uh, should I read uh, your next one? Yeah, but my next one is a duplicate, so just skip that and then. Grab the guy, Oh, oh, can I also, uh-oh. Yes. Can I also say, Yes. so this one, you're going to need to read the next two pictures. It's so long, I couldn't fit it in one screenshot. So okay. it's All right. it's a two-parter. Yeah. Let me let me finish off my tea here. Yeah. Warm up the pipes. Suck down some, uh, some voice juice. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> <clears throat> smoke my pipe, smoke my pipe, among, smoke my pipe, among smoke the branches, my pipe. smoke my pipe among the branches, pending ditties. Smoked my pipe among the branches, <laughs> pending ditties. Okay, I'm ready. Dreamed about you again last night. Dreamed about you again last night, and again, you looked good. But in the dream was the awareness of my shattered illusions. I was cleaning your house, which had morphed into a bachelor pad, then discovered you lived there and was desperately trying to escape without being noticed. There was a serpent that had set loose, and I had to recapture from down the street and return it to its enclosure, which I succeeded at because the snake wanted back in its cage. Then it was discovered casually by your roommate that I knew your actual name, which was not Paul as they were calling you, which raised the alarm of my presence. I suppose in a dream you were in witness protection or something. I collected my house cleaning supplies and co-cleaner, and we left only to not be able to find our car for several blocks, but just kept searching until we did. I woke up shaking with some relief that it was a dream. 
and I didn't have to worry about being accused of stalking or harassing you or bothering you even by innocent incident which I have worried about in real life before. And thinking about just how glowingly good you look, and probably are. I spend most days wishing I had never met you, because I don't want to think about you, but nevertheless, I do. But when I get to see you, even in a bizarre, flustered, and embarrassing dream, I think, God has mercy. Some twisted, kind, nevertheless. Dante had Beatrice. I had you. At least, as much as going through hell could suggest. What a tome. What? <laughs> <laughs> Leave some space for the rest of us on Misconnection, bub. Yeah, you're eating up all the internet space. Um, yeah, what a I, you had to read it, so you can take a minute to analyze, because it's a lot to just analyze <laughs> while you're reading. Um, Absolutely. I will say, for a time in my life, I did get, as you know, all teenage girls, I'm sure all people, teenage people, really hop from fixation to fixation, you know, when you're young. Um, there's sure. like the Egyptology phase. And there's the dragon uh-huh. phase. Here, I'll make it personal. So it's the Egyptology okay. phase <laughs> and the dragon phase. Uh, then you get into right. the weird magic shit. <laughs> and uh, and uh, dream dreamology is one of those. Um, right. So I used to, when I used to have weird dreams, I used to like Google the symbology in them. And then, like, I had a journal where I wrote down the things <laughs> in my dream and what they meant. So in this one, snakes, snakes refer to healing. After all, oh. poisonous snakes hold the antidote to their own venom. <laughs> wow. Like, you would just know that in a dream, even if you've never <laughs> known that in your life. So obviously. Well, I'm just going to tell you, dreammoods.com knows. <laughs> I mean, I love the idea of our dreams having deeper meaning, and I think sometimes they do, but I don't think, if it's not a fact you already know about a snake, I don't think you're just gonna... (laughs) I don't think it's like... Bring it up as a symbol. I think you're looking at this in the uh, wrong direction. I think think our brain... (laughs) I think you're looking at it in the direction like, snakes mean... Because, like, snakes don't, like, everywhere mean, like, rebirth and stuff. You know, like the, I don't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I think you're going in the wrong direction. I think it's it's not that you consciously know that snakes mean this, and so you dream about them. It, I get it's it. It's that okay. I'll stop. <laughs> no, you're but you're but you're saying <laughs> that it's just it's you see a snake and then that you see a snake. that subconsciously is what it means. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Anyway, but honestly. <laughs> On a, how can you, on a subconscious level, know something that you don't consciously know? Well, Talon, let me tell you, <laughs> that's a question that has been asked for years. And there's lots of things you subconsciously know without consciously knowing them. Um, sure, I guess I subconsciously at this point know the names of the original 150 Pokemon. I don't choose to. There you go. I, they just are there. And if you were to You're dream right. about a Voltron, what would that say about you? Voltrons represent uh, that you gotta go to the bathroom. Real bad. Um, Real bad. <laughs> but yeah, so I just thought I'd I'd dreamology it for a minute. Um, I also, what do you? Here's a here's a hot take. Here's where we might get a sure. little a little spice, a little blowback from our viewership. Oh shit! What are on. your what are your feelings when people tell you about their dreams? <laughs> <laughs> 
I have to really love a person to enjoy it. <laughs> yep. I, uh, that is exactly my feeling about it. I feel like unless I've specifically asked about it. Right. Or I just, I feel like so many times in my life I've been sitting there listening to somebody talk about their dream and I've just thought to myself, this has no bearing on real life at all. Why are you telling me this? <laughs> <laughs> right. It, this is not a conversation. You just want to talk about this. And I feel like uh. it's a thing that so many people, my, probably guilty, probably guilty here. Uh, right. People want to tell everyone about their dreams, but nobody wants to hear about dreams. I mean, it's also just, I'm just the nature of it being a thing that like you and only you experience. So you kind of, if you want to... <laughs> If you want to bring it up or talk about it openly, you, you do have to explain. But, uh, yeah, it is, like, n most of the time it's not people who don't know I would listen to it who bring it up. But rarely, yeah, occasionally it's, like, a coworker who's just, like, yep. going on about it. I'm like, I, this is fun for you. <laughs> who asked? But I'm working like I, unless your dream am, is deeply terrifying i don't want to hear about it sure unless it's, it's like either like wild af super scary or like it has a direct correlation to the thing we are doing or talking about right now like and even then it has to be like it has to make a difference to my reality um, <laughs> on that level if that's the only reason you're telling like it's got to <laughs> Like, you have to dream about something that's going to change the way I do my job from now on. Like, Prof profits. You're saying profits. you specifically yes. only believe in Sears <laughs> telling dreams. I, I use my dreams, and I do what they tell me, and that's how they're worth it. I dreamed about putting powdered sugar on french fries, and I did it. And it wasn't as good as it was in the dream. <laughs> that's upsetting. I learned something, though. <laughs> That dream had tangible consequences that I used <laughs> to learn something. Um, so. Now that we've deduced that we really hate hearing people talk about dreams, uh, is there a dream that you feel has, like, uh, I don't know, like, shaped your life or, like, ha like an important dream that you remember? And give me the huh. Spark Notes version. I don't need details. Sure. Interesting <laughs> question. Um, I feel like... I don't know. I really honestly did. I, I'm so sorry. I've been meaning to like re-listen to our whole podcast just so I can keep track of the stories <laughs> I've told before. And maybe at some point we need to put out a, a task rabbit job to get someone to do that for us and we'll pay them. I don't know. But <laughs> anyway, uh, I can't remember if I've told this one before. It's not meaningful, but it was a dream that like made it... Uh, I don't know. I feel like it just changed the way I feel about dreams and also just I feel like it maybe means something that I haven't figured out yet. Well then how <laughs> would you know it has meaning if you don't consciously know the meaning of it, Tallin? That's different than what I said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give me the Cliff Notes version of this dream. I want it. Okay. I'm Cliff asking version, you. I am I'm specifically standing, asking you. I'm standing on top of a mountain. Mm. It's the weather's it's sunny. It's mm. just dry and cold. Mm. And there's a there's like a long beaked little bird at my feet. I don't know. Okay. Like a like a hummingbird. So it's a nightmare. Maybe a little bigger. There's a nightmare because it's a <laughs> just wait. <laughs> and the bird starts picking at my feet. Like Oh my god. Digging into the side of my foot. 
and a bunch of metal robot gears start coming out of my foot. <laughs> Is that uh, it? Is that the dream? And then, oh, then okay. I woke up. That's yeah. wild. <laughs> <laughs> See, shit like that's fun. That's a great thing. Not too much detail. Just a bird and a boy with robot gears in his feet. So what does your dream journal tell you about that one? Because I'd like to know. Um, I think maybe you're afraid that you're a robot. I might be afraid that I'm a robot. That is one of my uh, deepest fears. So, Is it really? No, that would be... <laughs> Well, here's what, you know what? I, I don't like the idea of being a robot emotionally, which is something, mm. yeah, that I know I've, I've worked on. I am, yeah, so maybe, but that, that dream came way before that crises in my life. So, you know, maybe well, not. I maybe don't know. Maybe it was Le- preluding to it. Preluding. Yeah. I don't know. It was a, a harbinger. That's, that's fascinating. I love that it's a tiny yeah, what about hummingbird. You? Um, I want to hear, do you have a life-shaping dream? Uh, like, to top that. <laughs> um, I have a very fraught relationship with sleep. Um, uh, I don't sleep well. Uh, I used to not sleep at all very well. I used to have panic attacks in my sleep, which is a real experience. It's very weird. Yeesh. Um, like and I used to, I'm very good at waking myself up out of dreams because my dreams used to be so terrifying that if I did not wake up, I would have a panic attack. So um, I have a lot of control over my dreams, but I uh, I did not have control over this one. It was very weird. I had a dream that so <laughs> this is so scary. I had a dream that somebody uh, cut my throat. I was like walking in a park and somebody slit my throat. No. Uh, and I like woke up in a hospital bed and I could like feel the scar across my neck. Um, and that Ugh. is a sensation I will never forget. Uh, I could Ugh. feel it. It was so weird. I could like feel the ropey scar on my neck. Um, it, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that dream I just described, I feel like it's also like the first, maybe the first dream I remember like experiencing pain. Cause that bird oh. digging through my foot hurt. Uh, and then, yeah, I feel like it made me like real a little bit more afraid of dreams. Like it wasn't in itself a nightmare, but I was mm. like, oh, you can, they can, you can hurt. That's not good. No, um, it, I mean, when yeah. you when you're in pain in dreams, it means that something in the real world is hurting you. Like it means that like you're sleeping on your foot weird, or Mate, like yeah, sure, totally. Or there's a bird trapped in your sheets eating your feet. <laughs> or yeah. Um, but that's a fun fact is that yeah I've never slept walked before but I do know I do know a a bit about dreams and I know that when you're feeling pain in a dream it's because something is actually hurting you in real life Um, so it's yeah I've never really thought about that but I mean totally that makes sense yeah (laughs) um, yeah it's but you know you don't think on like even on just a subconscious level like just thinking imagining pain you might feel pain Uh, because I feel like that's also true in some cases interesting I don't think so. I don't don't know. I feel like I'm pretty, um, I believe in pain a lot. (laughs) Like, I I don't know that I've ever felt a pain and then been like, no, that's not, that's not like legitimate. Because what is pain but a firing of the neurons, right? Like, it doesn't exist outside of the body. Pain is not a, you know, it. Right. I don't know. Which is exactly why I think if you're dreaming about pain and you think it's real. Oh, and and your your neurons neurons are firing. Mm, That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I, uh, 
definitely don't know what I was going to say. I had something. <laughs> I've oh, gotten. <laughs> I, I'm glad that happened to you. Um, yeah. So we just spent, <laughs> we just spent like 20 minutes talking about a subject. We both vehemently said that we hated talking about and thought was pointless. Um, I think we are talking about <laughs> the concept of dreams, which is better to everybody than just yeah. us relaying the things we made up in our sleep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do a quick U-turn into another misconnection. Uh, Tal and I got one of yours here. Goody. I just, did we talk about that one enough? There was a lot of it. Did we cover it? <laughs> I feel like we gave it as much as it merited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you go. All right. If you have any further thoughts, feel free to tack on an addendum at the end of this. Record it without me, though. All right. I'll be up all night. All right. Peaches. Staying outside Lincoln City this weekend, I'm an attractive fit male in my 30s. Tattoos, dark hair. Looking to eat a local lady's peach while I'm in town. Tongue out emoji. (laughs) Well, at least he's consistent in his branding. I (laughs) gotta say. Absolutely, it's uh, that's key, you know. Looking, looking uh, to this is not the place, sir. Get on, <laughs> get on Tinder, please. <laughs> I, yeah, you know, we see a lot of these, and again, if we are just synthesizing what Craigslist is and or at least misconnections into a podcast, a couple of these got to make the cut because they're on there, <laughs> and it's just <laughs> people who don't care who you are, as long as. Your meat and their meat can touch. As long as they can eat a local peach. As long as they get their fill of peach. That's a uh, woof. There it is. <laughs> and here I thought Lincoln City was a quiet seaside town. Little did I know there was all this <laughs> peach eating going on behind the scenes. I uh, also can't help but think of Nicolas Cage when I see peaches referred to in this way. I just can't. Yeah. Because... You know, because of his famous movie line. And not for nothing, but I feel like we're on a bit of a secret. Like, a Nicolas Cage is like a subtle, a subtle, not, uh, a theme of this episode. There's what? a Nicolas Cage thread in this episode, what? if you follow it. Please, <laughs> please, National Treasure style, uh, take me through what you think the Nicolas Cage, because this is the first time he's been mentioned, and we're like 40 minutes in, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny you should mention Nicolas Cage, because I, I, I feel like there's you definitely... You mentioned him! I mean, no, sorry. It's, I meant to say... I meant to say National Treasure. They both started then. I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> funny you should mention Nicolas Cage after I blatantly said Nicolas Cage. Oh, wow. Hey, now that you mention it, Sarah. Uh, <laughs> it's funny you should mention National Treasure... I, I just feel like the way, you know, we were talking about regime, right? The word regime is capitalized, right? I feel like that's a whole thing in National Treasure. There's a whole lot of riddles that just were words that were capitalized where they shouldn't be. That was like half of the movie. <laughs> that was like half of the clues. Now we get the peach line. That's, of course, uh, face-off, right? Yeah, it's face-off. Is it face-off? It's face-off. What's the yeah. peach line? <laughs> The peach line is he's uh, on the plane at the beginning of the movie. He's talking to the flight attendant, uh, and he talks about how much he loves eating peaches. And he says, you know, I uh, I could eat a peach for hours. Oh, my God. He's I've hitting on the fa- woman. I've never seen Face Off, so I... You are... What? Don't be that guy. Move on. <laughs> no, it's... it's yeah. I'm not that guy. This is just an unbelievable 
movie. <laughs> it's just one of those. It's just okay. a movie. The I... whole time you're watching, you're like, I can't believe this is the movie. I can't believe this is the movie. Uh, yeah, and it's yet, just one it of those. Is. Um, sorry, so the peach. So we've got the peaches. peach. We've got capitalization. We got which is a common thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We got national treasure. We got face off. You could make an argument. <laughs> I'll get there. So we got two. Uh, wait, wait, wait. We got two. <laughs> we got two. And if that's not enough for a thread, I don't know what is. I mean, this is a random misconnection for finding an internet. Two of them? Two of them have links to Nicolas Cage movies? I don't know. That's not a lot. But it's pretty weird that it happened twice, right? <laughs> what is a line but a connection of two points? This is true. Um, right, right. I'm going to think of it. Uh, the next few, I'm sure we can get there. Okay. Well, speaking of, do you want to read the next one I sent to you? Absolutely. Here we go. Damn garden gnomes. Well, a while back, you mentioned something about friends with benefits. I said, I don't fuck friends anymore, since if it ends, it's too hard to cope with. Then the other problem is, I really don't see any benefits of being your friend anymore. I've tried to just go back to being friends, but it's really not the same. Plus, I know you too well, and I'm far too jealous of a guy. I can't help it. I think I'm gonna have to delete your number and change mine. As much as it kills me, I can't ever just ignore your texts or calls. I now can't stop feeling like you're just using me to fix your car. It's about the only time you call. You're a smart woman. Maybe just buy some tools and YouTube it or find another guy to simp because I don't deserve it. I've been biting my tongue trying not to be a jerk. I shouldn't have let you use me a second time. The last time, I about died. I know you say you're not, but in reality, who are you? Just might not know it. Now I find myself heading back down that dark road. Hopefully you'll manage without my friendship. Um, <laughs> I was promised garden gnomes. Not a single one. Not a maybe single gnome. Maybe they are both, maybe this is like adult Gnomeo <laughs> and Juliet. Maybe they're both gnomes. <laughs> wow. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm cringing because <laughs> I know. You'll never make anything as good as Gnomeo and Juliet, yeah. No, I just know that adult Gnomeo and Juliet has been Googled. <laughs> there is definitely not safe for work fan art of Gnomeo and Juliet. I'm going to guarantee <laughs> that for you the other day. This, this, this is... The most times I've even heard the title of that movie like uttered, like in a in the span of a minute, and I don't like it. <laughs> well, famous and, musician Elton John did the whole soundtrack, so I feel like we should be a little more respectful of it. <laughs> that's that's rocking my world to hear. A little he bit. thought it was going to be his oof. Tarzan, and it wasn't. Oh no! <laughs> I bet Phil Collins told him to do it and was on the other end of the phone, like, oh, yeah, Elton, you should totally, yeah, you should do it. Yeah, no, it sounds like it'll be a good deal for you and it did for me, I'm sure. Phil Collins got, went pretty hard on the Tarzan soundtrack. He did. Um, yeah. God, are the songs good at least? Nomeo and Juliet? Are they good? Um, to be honest, I've never seen the entirety of Nomeo and Juliet, I've merely seen clips from it. You've seen some of it. I've though. seen some. Of, yeah, I've seen some of it. Um, okay. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I. I feel like I have some friends who probably have seen it and have heard from them that they enjoyed it. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Yeah. Here's the deal. Sometimes the animated movies you don't expect are the ones you enjoyed. 
I will go on record and say that Trolls 2 oh my God. is a fantastic a movie I did not see coming. Yeah. So who am I? <laughs> who am True. I? <laughs> to judge Nomeo and Juliet before I've seen it. Well, that's true. That's true. We are really not the ones uh, to judge Nomeo and Juliet because, as, as you mentioned, we haven't seen it. However, there are people who are paid to judge Nomeo and Juliet. And I think it's worth taking a look at what a, a seasoned movie critic oh. might say. I'm just saying, critics. That's what they're paid to do is criticize. Uh, you, you're right. I and I, I absolutely would never take one critic's opinion as like the word, the final word. But when you get a large number of critics together, <laughs> and when they all kind of slant the same way, it's it's scientifically that is that is data. They are just trying to uphold the status quo. You're a sheep. You <laughs> no are being a sheep right now, Talon. No one's. No one has the guts to say that it's actually a good movie. Nobody has the guts to say that Romeo and Juliet fucks. Nobody but Pete Hammond at Box Office Magazine has the stones to say it. What did he say? He said we're good? Uh, oh, he said, yeah. He said, kids will fall in love with it as a movie treat full of heart, laughs, and fantastic songs. Well, I'm fucking sold. Um, I'm fucking sold. Yeah. This is a classic story of Anomio and Juliet. Man wants to be friends with benefits. No. Woman wants to be friends with benefits. <laughs> Man says, I don't even see the point of being friends. Woman... Asks him to fix her car. Man feels used, but does it anyway. <laughs> Classic yeah, Romeo and Juliet story. <laughs> yeah, exactly as I'm guessing it was written by a guy whose name sounds like William Shakespeare, but has been like nomified as like William Shakespeare or something. Is that, <laughs> that sound was, right? That Does that sound like about? The best is that the comedy of this movie? <laughs> am I am I trying harder than the movie? Yes or no? <laughs> Um, again, uh, I've only seen parts of it. Not sure, but, uh, I You've think they probably came enough. up with something better than William Brickspear. I said William Shakespeare, but... Excuse <laughs> Brickium But you're right. You're right. Brickspear is better. Also, did you know that James McAvoy and Emily Blunt are the two leads? <laughs> <laughs> I, too, have been a little distracted by this cast list. Can we go over it? So it's those yeah. two, which are great. Maggie Smith is third build. Fifth build appears to be Michael Caine. Like, yeah, J- Jason Statham and Ozzy Osbourne Oz- are also in it. As well also, as Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart and Julie fucking Waters. That's Mrs. Weasley if you're nasty. Hulk and Hogan is in this movie. Dolly Parton is also in this movie. What okay. is this cast list? <laughs> I feel like this is convincing me more and more oh, to watch no. Romeo and Juliet. So we're gonna have to watch this movie now. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, I can't. Do we wait. have also the, f- yeah. <laughs> the first question on <laughs> on like when Google like preloads question is does t- does Tybalt die in Romeo and Juliet? And I'm just imagining what? somebody just getting fucking speared through in the first five minutes of a children's movie about gnomes. Um, anyways. It should be noted that Patrick Stewart does play Shakespeare, and they just have him listed as, as Bill Shakespeare. So I guess Shakespeare is a little more clever, but whatever. Yeah, but at what cost? 
Um, but yeah, I, <laughs> I just think that this, this, uh, misconnection, like this, this person would be a lot better off just telling the person directly as instead of just ranting about it on misconnections, which to be honest, again, not to be that guy, not to gatekeep misconnections, but that's not what this is for. This isn't a misconnection. This is a yeah. rants and raves. And if I was, you know, if I was Lord of Craigslist, if I was Craig Lord, <laughs> you would be relegated to the rants and raves section because that is what this is for. It, you know, it is odd. Like there does, there is some sort of like higher Craigslist authority that does go through the site and seem to like remove things that are flagged. And things like that, but they don't. They should. I think they should also separate the things into their proper sections sometimes. Because this is this is outrageous. This is just, this is this why is I'm just here. ludicrous. I will say also, I think that they're just vigilantes uh, who. You think were, it's just lone wolves? Y- yeah, yes. I think it's lone wolves who like police the uh, police the misconnection yeah. section in Portland. Um, yeah. So that's that one. Uh, that's that one. Real quick, just yes. real quick. Yeah. I know that Sherlock Gnomes is also a movie. I didn't realize it was a direct <laughs> spinoff in which James McAvoy and Emily Blunt reprise their roles, but are joined by Johnny Depp as Sherlock Gnomes. <laughs> and I guess it just turns from a Shakespeare thing to a Sherlock Holmes thing, and no one... Arthur, Arthur Conan Doyle? Sir, uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle? Arthur, Sir what Arthur is his Conan gnome Doyle. name? Shakespeare, uh, <laughs> so I'm expecting gold again. Well, you know, oddly enough, Michael Caine, I guess I didn't realize this in the first movie, plays a character called Lord Redbrick. I feel like I was dead <laughs> on the fucking money with William Shakespeare. <laughs> All right. Spicy. All right. Get a I can't spicy. find a... There's such a Sherlock Gnomes. Chiwetella Geofor is Dr. Watson? Chiwetella Geofor is in this? I mean, if they could... They're pulling big names. What, do we, what can we say? That's a... That's... He's too good for he's too good for this. Whoa, all right. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Uh, and yeah, there doesn't seem to be any fun sort of I can't see a fun gnome name for Arthur Gnome and Doyle. It's probably what I call There you go. That's what I was looking for. Thank you. But Mary J. Blige is (laughs) fifth build. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I got one last one from um I only, yeah, I got one last one from Talon, and then you got one last one for the end of mine, correct? The end of the show, yes. I believe I do. Great. Great. Okay. The older man down the street. You're my older neighbor. You always smile and say hi when I walk by your place. You seem to be interested in more. I think you're about 60, probably not younger. You are in your garage late in the evening sometimes. I'm the 45-year-old guy. Let me know if I should stop next time I walk by. Okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I think this is just a general solicitation for sex. I don't think there's a real misconnection. Based solely on the all-caps emphasis that's occurring. Really? Yes. This is some sort of code. I think this is code. I think this code for I'm looking for somebody older than 60 and I want to meet at your place, not mine. Like I can't host, you host. Uh Well, that's good. That's very good. Good code breaking. <laughs> I went as far as saying to myself all of the capitalized words just out loud and it meant nothing. It's older your place, not your. So 
So, mine, so I got as far as that. <laughs> so mine makes a little bit more. Uh, mine makes a little bit more sense, is what you're saying. Well, I just, I guess the capitalized words are a red herring, and this is actually more clever than I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. Good job, you did it. Thank you. I mean, that's straight out of uh, National Treasure Two: The Book of Secrets. So. Oh, another. Uh huh. Yep. Now I'm seeing the Nicholas Cage connect. The now Cage you're connection. The yeah, cage there's, connection. you know, five Someday degrees of we'll Kevin Bacon. Five degrees of Kevin Bacon, and then there's uh, the cage connection. The <laughs> cage connection is the principle that states it's all connected to cage. <laughs> um, um, I do have one more. You have one oh, yeah. to, to finish with. Do you want to just I do. take this last one for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Ab's friend. Needing to find an abs friend or friends. What you think that is? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm wondering. Um, I'm thinking um, automatic brake system is the first thing I think of when I see ABS. Mm. Uh, or is it air brake system? I don't know. Uh, automatic brake system, ABS. Um, but I don't know. I worried it might be a sex thing. Even if it was abdominal muscles, uh, is what does that make it a sex thing? I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> no, no. I just feel like I mean, ABS is short for something. I don't know. Really, a butt sex I, friend. I, I feel like they're talking a butt sex friend. <laughs> I'm yeah, too deep in the code. I'm too. I'm lost. I mean, in the sauce, I think. I think I'm fucking. I lost think so. In the sauce. I just think. <laughs> Abs friend is nothing on its own, so for it to be a, a secret message, it would have to mean something if you didn't understand it. <laughs> um, abs friend or friends? Are you just looking for friends with abs? Is that what you're looking Are you looking for friends you know, to shred your abs with? Are you looking for friends to help you get abs? Yeah. Are you helping someone else get abs? Are you looking for just a friend to just enjoy your abs together mm-hmm. with? That's you know, as I don't know. I don't have abs, so I don't really know how it works. Uh, <laughs> but I maybe you're just looking like maybe you feel weird in your group of friends if you're the only one with abs. So you're just looking for mm. another friend with abs to go like have abs together with, and like because you talk to your friends who don't have abs, and I'm sure they're like, I don't really want to hear this, Steve. I mean, I don't really understand <laughs> what you're doing or going ab through. Ab culture, yeah. Uh, ab culture really is like. Uh, thing that people just aren't interested in if you're not a part of it right so yeah i feel yeah. like you gotta find a friend to enjoy the ab culture with so mm. that you can go work out shirtless at venice beach or you can i guess do like a a sampler of of different whiskeys but use your abs to hold the shop glasses or i don't know what you do exactly with abs i don't really understand the point but <laughs> something like that yeah that all sounds legitimate to me well, if you're interested in any of those, um, just go to the Willamette where go 84 crosses over it and just shout <laughs> off the side of the, the overpass that goes over the Willamette on 84. I'm here to be an abs friend. <laughs> uh, and someone will shout abs, back. So. <laughs> oh, shit. I, don't, I mean, he's got like a fucking like a 10 pack, too. If I yeah. Yeah. Hey, abs friend doesn't uh, discriminate. Any any Abs number friend. of packs, as long as you got them. Maybe he's also trying to start an app for this thing called Abs Friend, where that's like mm. it's like a friend finder, but mm. uh, you know, 
perhaps. Hey, listen, thank you so much for listening to Craigslistential Crisis. If you like what you hear, and I know you do, please consider leaving us a rating in the Apple Podcast app. Uh, it just is insanely helpful for people to show people that this podcast is nice and worth listening to. That's all. Just helps give people a heads up. Sometimes people are hesitant to start new things, but if you say something nice about it, I'm sure they'll give it a try. You probably have lots of friends. You probably tell them to do things all the time, and I bet they love your opinion. So please use your opinion to show someone this podcast. We'd really appreciate it. And if you happen to rate a five-star review, I'll just say any old damn thing it says on the air. I'll do it. <laughs> it sounds like a threat every time I say this. <laughs> But, <laughs> but it is it's true. a threat. It is a threat. It is a threat. Look how many, look how many five star reviews there have been. Look back at this podcast. I've read them all. If I'm lying, I'm dying. Oh my god. Um, we'd like to thank you uh, for listening again, and thanks so much to Rose Sherman who does our uh, intro song. Go ahead and check her out on Instagram at Hey Shermy. Um, and it. go while you're at it, check us out on Instagram. We have one of those. Uh, it's Craig's Central Crisis, and you can always DM us. Uh, we also post um, screenshots of our misconnections so that you can see them in prison. And sometimes we have fun little extras from the episode, so definitely don't miss out and subscribe, follow, whatever that's called. Subscribe, <laughs> subscribe, to, subscribe our to our Instagram. Um, you can also find us on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, feel free to send us misconnections there. Um, or an email. It's craigcrypod at gmail.com. It's C-R-A. A-I-G-C-R-I-P-O-D at gmail.com. Um, and feel free to send us any stories you have about misconnections or misconnections you found that you like. Uh, we love uh, hearing from our listeners uh, and what they're they're up to. Um, so yeah. <laughs> we, we, we put together a newsletter. We send yeah. it out every month with all of your stories. Things <laughs> got very domestic suddenly. I feel like it, you were really exuding mom energy when you were talking about how if you do something, people will follow your example. And I was like, wow, that's really mom energy. Um, so I just <laughs> decided to match it <laughs> i love it i love it we should do a whole mom energy episode to mm. see what that means uh okay. mother's day is coming up um <laughs> buy your mom's cards everybody 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 um yeah so thank you so I much i mean if you want if, if that's you like want, a thing if you, want, like if you have doing. if you have a mom that you like do it if you yeah, don't yeah. have a mom you like don't feel it it's fine if you don't have a mom you like fuck it fuck it buy yourself a card yeah chocolate um but but it has to be a mother's day card you buy it and I, you address you. it to yourself. Yeah. And yeah, you're yeah. the mama. You're the mama now. You're the mama now. Uh, we'll have a live show at the end of the month. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just say it's probably going <laughs> to... I mean, we haven't talked about it, but I think it's a regular thing now. Uh, it'll probably be on sure. the 30th. The 30th of April. 3-0. That's a good day. Um, so do check it out. It's going to be a kickstand comedy. Twitch.tv slash kickstand comedy. Uh, so keep your eyes out. We'll also make an announcement on our Instagram and stuff once that's locked in. Um, yeah. Anything else, Tom, before you read that final misconnection? I mean, obviously, a plug for our 420 episode, which is taking shape currently. Get your blunt now. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I don't know. There's going to be a shortage. <laughs> There's going to be a shortage until you don't get it. It's just going to be like the toilet paper a year ago. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine if that was the case? I know it didn't happen last year, so we have no reason to be worried. There's an abundance of weed like in the whole everywhere. But could you imagine? Could country. you imagine? It might could you oh imagine God. a fucking shortage? In the, in the panini? In uh, this economy? In this economy. That's it. Uh, as always, we like to send you off on the road with one last misconnection to keep you warm on your way home. That's, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Like a hot So I'm going to read that now. Yep. Like a hot... <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you put it in a tub and you put it between, you know, like in your lap? 
How's it keep you warm? I was just imagining it. Like, you know, sometimes you have a little toot and it's kind of warm and it like warms the chair you're sitting in for a second. You're like, whoa, I have so much power inside of me. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. This is such a silly show. Anyway, here's your last misconnection. My ham, your tuna. I miss tuna. Ham misses tuna. I hope you find someone else to give him as much love as I did. He deserves the attention. I'm Talon Bigelow. I'm Sarah Thompson. And this has been Craig's Essential Crisis. Crisis. I should have said I'm I'm Tuna Bigelow. And I should have said I, I'm Ham Thompson. <laughs> <laughs>